0: Hello, baseball fans, and welcome back to Sully Baseball. It's another issue of the Honesty Files. This is Honesty Files episode number four, which is being dropped on the first day of August. 2020 and the way these things are unraveling here, who knows this thing will be probably obsolete by the time I hit publish but that's just the way it's going to be. I'm yours Paul Francis Sullivan. Please call me Sully. I usually host the Locked On MLB podcast where I talk about baseball and do you know what? I try to talk positively about the game because we're trying to get people excited. We're trying to build up fan bases and we have discovered that being negative and saying starting a baseball season in the middle of a pandemic is, to quote Voltaire, fucking stupid. But, that being said, I need a place to vent the reality, and that's the reality right here. And the reality is that baseball should never have tried this. But they did. And do you know what this is? This is a moment to say, okay, we gave it a shot. We gave it a shot. It didn't work. Shut it down. And at this point, I think that even the commissioner of baseball knows that this is an abject disaster because he's starting to blame other people. He's trying to blame the players. He's trying to say, well, you know, the players, you got to get yourselves together and, and and fix this. Now, I will say in all fairness that there has been irresponsibility done by the players. Okay? I'm not going to put my head in the sand like a Goddamn ostrich How do you like that Ray I'm not going to do that And say the players have been totally responsible But I will say That any plan of safety That can be derailed By a couple of members of the Miami Marlins Going to a strip club Is not a very sound plan Not all the kinks have been worked out of that one I've detected some holes in the plan And part of the holes of the plan are you are expecting a bunch of 20-something jocks to do the right thing. These are jocks, okay? Dumb jocks, some of them, enough of them. When you think of someone who has succeeded in the world based upon their athletic prowess, yes, there are some very, very smart people, sometimes some very progressive people, sometimes some intellectual people. Those tend to be the exception and not the rule. These are people who become successful not because of their intellect, but because of their physical abilities. And while baseball is a thinking person sport to play, it is a certain acumen as a player. There's a thing called baseball intelligence. There's football intelligence. There's basketball. There's hockey intelligence. All these things. That they are smart at this particular thing. They understand the strategy. They understand what they're supposed to do. But some of them are there mainly because of their physical ability. Hell, I've been doing a movie-by-minute podcast about the film Bull Durham, which is all about a player who is super talented, a little dumb, and needs to build up their intellect. These are people who got to there not because they're smart. And these are people who got to this point not just because they're I'm not just throwing the dumb thing in here I'm also throwing the competitive thing You can't tell me what to do, I'm going to do it And also a sense of, let's face it, being impervious I'm not someone who's sick I'm a healthy person in my 20s, strong And I got myself to this point And I'm, there's a sense of being impervious There's a sense of saying, it's not going to affect me It's for a lot of people, this is still in the abstract. This is still something where it's like, I don't even know. I'm gonna go out, it's gonna be fine. And oh yeah, they tend to be a smidge horny. So if your entire health plan and safety plan is contingent on everybody who's young, dumb, feels Uh, impervious, bored with money and horny will do the right thing well congratulations you have built your temple on feet of clay so yeah, you get on the Marlin players who went to the GD strip club, but also yeah, you point to a system like you you, you had to have this in the contingency If if this was so This House of Cards was placed on the San Andreas Fault. All the players will do exactly what they're told. No, they're not. They're not. And especially baseball in a way, which is a game that is constantly bent on, what can I get away with? What can I get away with is built into almost every aspect of baseball. It's one of the reasons why, at first, when it broke, I kind of chuckled at the whole Astros controversy. And quite frankly, I still kind of do. Because in the end, that's about banging trash cans, not spreading a virus. And so, (laughs) we have the Marlins. And because it's a virus... It spreads, and it's affected the Phillies, and there are people involved in the Phillies who are infected. Oh, guess what? There are people in the Cardinals who are now infected, and people in the Brewers aren't going to play. And so, I mean, how many teams has it affected directly so far? And then when you take a schedule, which is jam-packed 60 games, and you start removing teams from it, like a game of Jenga... We're not even, what, what, we're 10 days into this experiment? An experiment that probably should never have happened. Okay, can't put the toothpaste back in the tube. But you can say, yeah, we gave it a whirl. Didn't work. Didn't work. Didn't work. Let's go. Next. Next. Let's just wrap it up. Say, hey, we gave you a couple of games. We gave it a whirl. It was too dangerous. Let's go. Let's wrap it up. But No. This is where it shines back on Rob Manfred, who was trying to deflect all of the blame onto the players. The the commissioner should have been turning not to the owners, not to the players, but have every doctor and scientist and say, look, I know there's money at stake, but there's lives at stake, too. What should we do? And those are the only people he should have been talking to. Only people. You know, it's not going to be the machismo of the ball players. That, yeah, I can play. Give me the, give me the ball. Give me my glove. I gotta play. And it's not going to be the owners saying, "Well, we just signed a deal with Turner." And well, you know, the the owners are risking nothing. They're not going to get infected. And they're all, every one of them, sits on a giant Scrooge McDuck pile of money, and they just signed a billion some odd deal with Turner. And there had to be some contingency in that plan with terms of, hey, in case we miss the season because, you know, a global pandemic. Those are the only people, the scientists and the doctors are the only people who even should have been burped at. Because everyone else's opinion is irrelevant on this situation. It is irrelevant. And this is the thing that drives me batty. They're like, oh, who else can we talk to on the wall? We had a meeting with the owners. We have a meeting with the players. A few years ago, my son's appendix burst. And the first thing I went to is I went to the video store. There's a video store here in South Pasadena called Videotech where you can still check out DVDs. It's an old school place. The guy runs it's great. Lots of old time DVDs and everything. And I went there with my son. I said, his appendix burst, what should we do? And he said, well, have you considered renting this film? And he showed me a film. I was like, oh, the umbrellas of Sean Oh, I've never seen this film. And I talked to my son about that. Does that seem like a smart strategy? No. His appendix burst. I took him to the doctor. Because it was a medical situation. I called up work from the hospital saying, can't come into work today. I'm dealing with my son's burst appendix. I didn't turn to my son and say, hold on, I may have to go to work right now. No. Because it's a medical situation. When I say it like that, nobody in the planet would say, well, God, that doesn't make sense. You You should have gone to the video store. No, of course. And of course, I see a lot of people who are... You know, against the concept of only doctors and scientists should be consulted. I've said that on online and in the other podcasts, and some people say, "Well, you know, you got to listen to all sides on this one." You know, or you know, I don't focus on. What person wrote this to me? Don't focus on the medical and scientific part. Really? What part should I be focused on? Let me put this in terms you could understand, baseball fans. Imagine if someone came up to you and said, I don't know anything about baseball. I don't follow the game. I I mean, I don't really know any of the players. I've watched, like, Little League once or twice. I get the gist of it. I don't think Mike Trout's a good player. And you, the baseball fan, go, what are you talking about? He's the best player in baseball. I can demonstrate that. I can show you statistically. If you want to look at, uh, you want to look at sabermetrics. You want to look at advanced stats. You want to look at traditional stats. You want to just watch him and enjoy the thrill of seeing a talented player play with with happiness and fun. Whatever metric you want to use, and the response is, I don't think he is a good player, and you should respect my opinion just as much as the experts. I don't think you would. Do anything but roll your eyes at that person because they sound like a lunatic. But that's kind of what's sort of going on right now when decisions are being made. Imagine if that person was your team's GM. Well, we could acquire Mike Trout. I don't like him as a player. Why not? I don't know, respect my point of view. No, your point of view is stupid and we can show that you're wrong. I don't remember seeing lots of doctors saying, hey, you know this safety plan, which is contingent on every single player not going to a strip club? Yeah, that seems like that's the smart thing to do. This thing didn't last a week. And it's not going to last. We, we are not going to be talking about baseball for much longer. There is no way we get to next weekend. You know, the other day I said, we're not going to make it for two weeks. I said, forget that. We may not make it till Monday. You know, they're already laying the seeds down to blame the players. Which brings us back to Manfred. You wanted the job, and part of the job is responsibility. Not just to rep the owners and make sure they continue to make piles of money, which you do a great job of that. But you've got to be the person who's the captain of the game. And maybe, just maybe, this is why we need that third person, who I think should be Bob Kendrick of the Negro Leagues Museum in Kansas City, but that's neither here nor there. We need a third branch of government in baseball. The Players Association have the players' interest in mind. The commissioner has the owners' in mind. We need someone with the game's interest in mind. I call it the arbitrator of baseball. We can come up with anything you want. But someone's got to make the decisions here to say what's good for the long-term growth of the game. And do you know what isn't good for the long-term growth of the game? I can't even say it. Is having the fiasco of the last week, having the cardboard cutouts in the stands. Yeah, they tried. It didn't work. Pull the plug. That's not good for the game. Is continuing this. It would have been smart to say, well, let's just not do it. But since that didn't happen, you got to have the foresight to say, you know what, this isn't going to work. Sometimes you try something and it doesn't work. And that doesn't mean you're a bad person. It means you're a smart person. It doesn't mean you're weak. Sometimes that means you're strong. The Oakland A's did that. Just recently, they tried this year that there was not going to be a traditional radio station for the A's. They were just going to have an app, some sort of A's app or something like that. And they were going to own it. They thought they were trying something new. They tried it. And it was a catastrophe. So they struck a deal with one of the local radio stations who need to fill their their content in the day. And now they're back on regular radio. They gave it a shot. I don't ever besmirch someone for giving something a shot because everything that's been a success in baseball was ridiculed or persecuted initially. So you gave it a shot, it didn't work. Rob Manfred, you gave it a shot, it's not working. Except there's more on the line here than wearing helmets, night games, or the A's trying an app. There are people getting infected, and this infection is real. And he's saying... Well, I'm not a quitter, meaning he's going to press forward. Um, Christian Finnegan, the wonderful comedian, did a whole bit on the word quitter, and that we have to take away the stigma of being a quitter. Because sometimes quitting is the right thing to do. Sometimes quitting is the strong thing to do. We understand that if you smoke cigarettes, you do drugs. If you're a quitter, we applaud you. If you're doing something that's wrong for you, unhealthy for you, or unhealthy for other people, or a bad habit, if you quit those, those are something we applaud. And if we tried something and it doesn't work, if you quit it, that shows you're intelligent and are willing to make strong decisions and be a leader. Sometimes quitting's a good thing. You can look people in the eye if you're Rob Manfred and say, hey, we tried to give you a season. And it was awful. It just didn't work. We had to stop it. We had to stop it. Quit. Please, quit. And don't, you know, he's doing two things that drive me crazy. He's having the fake machismo, which is saying I'm not going to quit, and throwing the blame on other people. Which are you? Are you a leader who's not going to give up? Or he's saying, well, it's not my fault. It's a bunch of players on the Marlins of leader is that? Lead. Quit. We want you to quit. And by the way, a quick message for the people who still try to say, oh, it's nothing more than the flu. It's nothing more than the flu. Once again, I go back to the experts. Have you noticed the people who study this for a living don't say that? It's the same thing with things like climate change or cosmology or evolution. All these things. The people who study it say one thing. And the people who don't say, well, I I don't agree with that and treat my opinion equally. I go back to the Mike Trout example. Do you treat that person equally equally? You know, these people, if you ever try to bring up the gun debate and say, well, what part of the AR 45 is it? Is it this or this? If you don't know all the parts of the gun, then I don't want to hear you in the conversation. But those people are cannonballing into the conversation of, well, it's just the flu. Read about what Eduardo Rodriguez, an athlete, a young man, is going through heart issues regarding COVID. Here's the thing: It's COVID nineteen. Why do you think it's nineteen? It's not the, based on product nineteen, the defunct but delicious cereal from Kellogg's. No, it's COVID nineteen because it's from. It was formed in 2019. It's less than a year old. By definition, we don't know the long term effects of this. Oh, we know is some of the short term effects of this. At least four people I know have lost their parents from COVID. And I know several other people were infected. Now, some of them will come through the other end, but some of them are going to have issues. We don't know the long-term effects of this. And, oh, yeah, I can go to Rite Aid down the street, get my flu shot. Can you get your COVID shot? No. If you call this just a flu, congratulations, you're an idiot. And dangerous. Harmless idiot is someone who says Mike Trout's a bad player. Dangerous idiot is said, what's the problem? It's just like the flu. Because you're the ones who are helping to spread. Getting back to normal, we're not even done with the first wave. We don't even know what the long-term effects are. I want baseball. Oh my God, I want baseball. And as much as I've been screaming about why I don't think a season should start. Yeah, I've enjoyed the last few games. Have, days having to listen to some games. I really have. It's been nice. It's been nice. But that doesn't change the facts that shouldn't be happening. And you don't want to quit, Rob Manfred? Why? Why don't you? Don't you see what's happening? Don't you see what could be happening to the players? Don't you see what could be happening? You thought there was mistrust with the players and the owners. Now, I mean, having to say, yeah, you can go, go get the disease. We don't care. Quit. Sometimes quitting is smart. Sometimes quitting is admirable. Sometimes quitting is the strong thing to do. And sometimes you say, hey, do you know what? Yeah, we just got wheelbarrows full of money from Turner. But what good is that contract gonna be if we don't have a product? Everything on the planet, certainly in America, is based upon beating this thing! You don't think I wanna get my kids back to school? Or me? I teach, I go to schools! You think I don't want to get back into the classroom? You don't think I want to go see my friends? You don't think I want to go to the movie theaters or go to the ballpark? Or go to the restaurants? Or go to museums? You don't think I want to do that? You don't think we all want this to happen? To get the economy? To get the ballparks open? To get the education? All this, we all want it open. And in order to do that, we have to beat this thing. Getting back to normal, there's no normal right now. And there is a real, real dangerous possibility that this could be the normal, what we're experiencing now. How do you like them beans? This should have been, what, six, seven weeks if we took it seriously? And here we are. I'm not convinced we're going to have a 2021 season. Why? Why would I be convinced of that? I hope we do. I truly do. But the first wave isn't over yet, and we don't know what the long-term's effects are. So, yeah. Yeah, be super tough. Yeah. Go ask macho guys to make the big decisions, or billionaires who who would throw everybody they love under a bus to make an extra $5. Yeah, let's ask them what to do. Folks, this isn't easy to say And obviously I want baseball But not at any cost The whole expression, I'm dying to see baseball That was meant to be an expression Symbolic, not real So go ahead and listen to Lockdown MLB I'm just going to be talking more positively there Because we're trying to to sell some donuts But Gotta be honest here I think we are Heading towards something Really awful in baseball If we consider doing this more And why Wouldn't you quit Before the horrible thing happens This has been The fourth edition Of the Honesty Files On Sully Baseball The first day of August 2020 We'll probably have more I'm yours Paul Francis Sullivan Please call me Sully